Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. One of these days we have to do that super cut of all the the like everything that we've done uh, for the end of the theme song. It would sound like a jumbled mess. We'd have to put some auto tune on it. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we might have to pick and choose, make kind of a, a an ultimate supercut. It'd be a big cluster. That'll be fifty. That'll we'll do that for the fiftieth episode. Yes, dude. What is going to be our fiftieth episode? <laughs> hi there, everybody. Oh, hi there, everybody. <laughs> I'm Ian, and I'm Joe. I don't know what fifty is going to be, dude. I don't know what forty four is going to be. We're 44 I mean, now. This is this 44 at this moment. Oh my gosh. Welcome to episode 44 of Hi There. Uh, yeah, I don't know anybody. Uh, well, I'm sure everybody does. You know, people count episodes of podcasts, but I mean, we seem to we seem to fixate on our episodes because we can't believe it. I can't even believe. Well, I mean, every time we do a show, because ultimately, you know, our goal was to just be able to capture ourselves brainstorming the building of the Elf Tree Podcast Network. And yeah. so every episode is us getting closer and closer to this goal that is... Still this mysterious monster, but brick by brick. Yeah. So every time we do a show, we're looking at each brick we're putting down. So yes, we are acknowledging the brick we have just laid. Yeah. We're against- like we're like Wally. You know, <laughs> we like and just crapped out a, a, a block of a yeah. block of, of garbage that, Which we just, that makes a building tall, you know, a pile of garbage taller than a building. Exactly. So if you haven't seen Wally the movie, it's a Disney Pixar film. Uh, it's a robot that it's great. takes garbage from the consumerism uh, post-apocalyptic, I guess, uh, world a hundred years from today. And that's he, right. And Wally is designed to just gather the trash and build big bricks and big towers out of it. And so he just kind of, he's taking the trash and making it organized trash, I guess he's That's not true. really cleaning stuff up. So Wally, you're invited on the show. <laughs> Tell us what the hell your job actually is. What is the difference between Wally and his stacking of garbage directive and someone actually building a high rise building? Cause ultimately they're taking elements and just conglomerating them into that one. It's true. Space. It's you true. Know? They don't normally exist there, but they pull them in. Yeah. No, I mean, no. What's the the tallest structures back? Well, although, I mean, people built pyramids. I mean, people have been building things taller than themselves for, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Thousands of years. The the pyramids are like one of the biggest mysteries. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. You know, (laughs) I mean, I was getting there. In the grand scheme of the universe. Yeah. uh, Yeah. For a long, long time. Yeah. Reach for the heavens. That's true. But why do you think we reach for the heavens, dude? Something had to have come down from the heavens. Well, I mean, otherwise maybe, we'd just be like, "Oh, pretty blue sky." Well, we learned about angels. We learned about you know how these uh, chariots of fire about, coming through uh, the the clouds, and yeah. something take, comes from the clouds. Taking up Elijah, <laughs> yeah, taking up Elijah. Uh, no, but it is interesting. You know, we have these we have these structures that can exist. Like we live in a society right. It blows my mind. We live in a world right now, Ian. Where people still can't figure out how our fucking pyramids were built. Right. And I don't know. There's people trying to debunk them and figure out ways. No, no, they use sand and they put these logs down and they drug the the big stones over these logs and they had to take the ones from the back that were already run over and then they moved them to the front in front of the big stone and then they just kept the train going. You know, you, yeah. you move a block and or move you move a... Uh, a block. Well... What is it? A, a fucking log? A log. Oh, okay. Sorry, right. dude. Okay. <laughs> I was like, he can't mean the logs that he was just talking about. 
I had the biggest brain fart ever. <laughs> Dude, yes. Then they take the logs from the back after yeah. it's been run over and they move it to the front. Yeah, 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 sure. There's been theories about them using water, using all sorts of different, because the pyramids at one point were next to the Nile River, which is right. no longer there. Right, and it, so, is, it has eroded and, and changed its course. And, yeah, and it's kind like of moved. however many miles away from yeah. its current location. Giza. Yeah, it's not close to the pyramids. And, pyramids anymore so it's right. almost like whoa this they built these next to fertile land like potentially there was grass yeah and, and all sorts of foliage around these things and we still don't know how they were built and well from what i i mean all the theories that abound i mean people are still in doubt as to whether or not even with today's technology we could still build those pyramids yeah i mean you know you, you, we can't we don't even have forklifts that can properly move them around the way they would need to be moved around right. without jacking up some equipment, you yeah, know? Even, yeah. like, like seeing stuff on... I don't know if you've watched Ancient Aliens much. I've seen a few. But they talk about all these different stone structures that have these amazing... Um, these stones are cut so perfectly. Yeah. They laser, you know, measure them. And they're these things that were precision cut yeah. stones. Yeah, yeah. And this is ancient stuff. So How could they have done that if they don't have today's technology dude, for laser measuring? I, you know, we it's do weird. live in... I think that that's the most exciting thing for me about our universe, Ian, is the fact that maybe there's people that do know the actual truth behind all this stuff, but even if not, like for me, I feel like there's a bigger truth behind it to where it's like, yeah, the reality we see and the technologies that we think we know... Yeah. They're so inferior to what potentially existed back in the Mayan days. You know, everyone had those, you know, we in Washington, D.C., there's the Washington Monument, these yeah. big old uh, phallic. You know, phallic symbols that are just these spears that potentially were used to collect energy. Uh, electricity would, you know, the lightning would strike them, yeah. and then they would disperse electricity among where whatever was built around these things to gather the energy. Are you talking about they would do this in ancient Egypt? Yes. Really? These are theories. Yes, dude. Like, these have been around. Whoa. Yes. Nice. You, oh, dude, you've got to go through the no, whole I Ancient Alien series. Part. It's okay, amazing. Okay, all right. I've seen, I've seen two or three episodes. This was back when I first started smoking, and I was kind of like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like a stoner, I got distracted by yeah. something else, and I haven't gone back to it, but, you know. George Sukalos is uh, Sukalos with his hair. Yeah, we love yeah. you. He's that's where he's from. <laughs> but yeah, these these big towers were in these ancient cities where you know we we're connected through satellites and we have cell phones and we think we're so technologically advanced right now. Yeah. And yes, we are. But at the same time, we don't really know much about the past because. Well, we don't know how to replicate the building of the pyramids. There's right. still this anomaly. They're one of the seven wonders of the world. Well. And, you know, it, along with Atlantis, which is a sunken city, which, you know, we always talk about this big earthquake hitting the West Coast. And what yeah. if all of a sudden L.A. sunk into the ocean and yeah. that's it? Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, 500,000 years, 4,000 years from now, people find L.A. underwater. And they're like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's the ancient city of... of uh, well, in Stonehenge, you know, yeah. I mean, Stonehenge is, is, is such a mystery as to how it got there. Definitely, those stones yeah. are not from anywhere close to that area. I mean... You you can't look at those things and not feel like there's something bigger. You know, we're, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I look at a bunch of shit. We both look at a bunch of shit. And you look at a bunch more than I do, though. Well, but I got to say, I have found myself going down a couple rabbit holes lately, but you you definitely 
spark my interest more than I spark yours. But it's, I mean, when you look at it, we just learn about them as kids. Like, okay, yeah, Stonehenge, cool. Whoa, yeah, mysterious. Oh, all these, you know, buildings that we can't explain. Okay, now what? You know, no one's really digging much further beyond it. And so I've always been attracted to finding these things. You know, we talk about this all the time, but all these conspiracy theories, conspiracies. But you go down to people researching stuff. Yeah. And when you research those kinds of things, it unlocks languages. It unlocks hidden meanings behind symbols and it unlocks things within hieroglyphics. Like what did all these things mean and how are they incorporated? You know, I stayed at the Luxor just this past week. Oh yeah. Dude, I was looking around at like in the elevator, when you get in the elevators, it's hieroglyphics and I don't know how to read them, but I would not put it past, you know, thinking whoever built this hotel, whoever designed this building, they may potentially know exactly what's being said in the Luxor hotel, you yeah, know, they've yeah. got the, they do have the phallic, uh, what is that thing called? It's the spire, the big old, um, uh, obelisk, obelisk. Yes. yes. They've got the obelisk in front of the Luxor, which is the big pyramid hotel, which yes. shoots a beaming light out of the very tip yep. into the yep. sky. Yep. Everybody's funny. Go, go check out Chris Angel. He did a, Chris Angel, yes. he did a, 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 a magic trick. He hovered above the, the Luxor hotel. He's, he's actually, his show takes place there. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 He's, he's in residence. That, That's right. Yeah. He's got a residency there along with the Jabberwockies. So shout out to the Jabberwockies. <laughs> <laughs> the dance no, they were crew. on, they were on, um, so you think you can dance? Yeah, or, something or America's like that? best dance career. Or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But legend has it, it's not the actual people. It's become like this corporate. Because they wear masks. Well, yes, they wear masks right. and they they're in a full jumpsuit. And it's like Blue Man Group. Exactly. You know. So whenever you got to inter, which is genius, you got to interchange a character. Like if it was, you know, uh, Jerry Seinfeld on stage, you'd know if Jerry Seinfeld was not on stage. Right. Exactly. But if you're behind a mask, it can be anybody as long as you can perform the moves and stuff. Yeah. But the yes, this hotel, which was funny, I was driving with my mom, and we were looking at all these massive hotels in Vegas, and we were looking at them and we were like, yeah, the the Luxor, it looks, it's cool looking, it really is impressive. Yeah. But when you look at like the New York, New York, or you look at the the Aria Hotel, the MGM Grand, MGM Grand, you look yeah. at all these other hotels and they're just freaking towering over and even the Excalibur they're kind of like covering up this hotel which used to kind of stand on its own it used to be a little bit set apart because it's on the south strip it used to have its own you know stomping grounds and now it's been kind of covered up but one thing that we noticed you know my mom was like yeah it's looking at these other hotels it's not that impressive It, it is impressive but it's not as much when you look at what's around it yeah it's covered up and hidden but we were driving further down the south strip to where we were off you know, we, you know, the sign, the leaving Las Vegas sign. Yeah. Yeah. We passed that and we were like four miles down at this other place visiting some friends, but coming back, the one thing you see amidst all the colored lights of Vegas is the freaking light from the Luxor shooting up uh, into the yeah. sky. Yeah. And that thing has been doing that dude for, I mean, the first time I went there, I was 14 years old yeah. and it, it was doing it then. And it's still doing it now, oh, which is insane to think about. For 18 years, that thing has been lighting up the I'm sky. Just, I'm just impressed that the bulbs haven't burned out by this point. I'm impressed. <laughs> it's just some alien spaceship hasn't landed saying, oh, we caught You're your, calling us. Yeah, we caught your light 18 years ago and uh, whenever it was built, you know, however many years, probably 20, 25 years or so. Geez. But it's yeah, crazy I mean, to it's, think it's about. It's been around a while. But yeah, I mean, back to the freaking anomalies of our planet. Yeah. 
these are things, you know, we're building these buildings. Like what about downtown LA is going to amaze some society in 500 years, a thousand years. Do you think it's, do you think we're in this place where we've cheapened ourselves to a little bit of a degree where there's not really much of a, because most of our cities, like, you know, when we even look at ghost towns from a hundred and hundred, 200 years ago, yeah. they just, they're overgrown. They're gone. They're done. But the pyramids of Giza, they built them in the freaking, and they're all over the world. They're not just in Giza, but they built them in these sandy, deserty places where it's not a it's not a cushy landscape. No, it's or, not or environment. I mean, you got sandstorms and like winds and and I mean, any any other typical kind of building or statue or structure or anything like that would have just been completely eroded away by how how harsh the the climate is over yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I imagine, and then and yet you've got these buildings that that are, you know, I mean, weather worn and everything like that, but still standing and impressive as hell because somehow they were built and they've they've stood the test of time. It's crazy. I always uh, one of the most fascinating things to me, besides the pyramids and Titanic, like growing up, was uh, Atlantis. <laughs> I, thought said, I thought you were meaning the pyramids in Titanic. I'm like, whoa. The pyramids what? that are inside of the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. probably paintings somewhere <laughs> inside that ship. Yeah, or the Olympia or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> but um, it was always Atlantis. the anomaly of Atlantis, yeah. the city that sinks. You know, you learn about, it's almost like this mysterious forbidden place that humanity will never actually truly know exists. But now people have found things, like people find stuff under the sea all the time. And back to the precision cut stones, yeah. like there are these walls under the seabed that exists where and this this is part of ancient aliens is um and, and it wasn't just them they're they've kind of more consolidated a lot of other people's research together ancient to put, aliens too? yes okay, that show yeah. puts together a lot of other research of that's course. been going going of course but there's these freaking amazing uh buildings and structures under the under the sea that exist that date back beyond anything that we could even comprehend and they're these amazing structures that no one knows what's going on so I always think about that. It's like, okay, we're living in this time right now doing this podcast. Yeah. What about our society will people look back on and see? Like, will people see our structures or will they, will we fade away quicker than anything that's ever existed in history? Because right now we're still studying these old histories. Yeah. But yet will people see our buildings? Will people see our art? Because right now I feel like we've, we've cheapened ourselves to such a degree. And that goes back, it goes into like the whole idea of, we're purposefully being cheapened by certain entities right. to whatever to just so that we can be forgotten in history, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, other countries, Mexico, Britain, you know, anything over in Europe or Asia or anything like that, they have shits older than, than our entire country. And so, yes, I think we are a very pop-up book, you know, kind of, you know, foolish man built his house upon the sand type of type of society. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, you know, to, to quote an old Bible song. We're all fools. You know, because um, <laughs> I, I went to England a few years ago when my parents were living there and I, I went to visit them. It was my first like adult trip. You know, me as an adult, I'm going to England. Like I spent most of my time with my family, but it was stuff that I kind of wanted to do as opposed to my parents back in the day when we would go as kids. Um, 
my mom was our homeschool teacher. And so she had a little bit of a responsibility to kind of give us some cultural, you know, knowledge and, and take us to some of these castles and show us this. And as kids, you're just like, Oh, you know, we, blah, blah, blah. We don't want to do this. But it was, I, I'm very fascinated by that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was, it was fun. But going to England, um, I mean, there are Egyptian obelisks there that were moved from Egypt and are standing in, in London on the, on the river Thames. And I'm like, that thing is hundreds of thousands of years old. And it's, and I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it standing there. And well, again, if everything we're told is to be believed, but those things are as old as the pyramids and, and, you know, St. Paul's cathedral is a thousand years old. I mean, it, it's, it was first built, like there was the first St. Paul's cathedral was built in, I don't want to, the dates are going to be completely wrong, but it was something in like 700. Oh, the St. very Paul's first St. Paul's Cathedral. Like two of them have been bur- built and burnt down before this this current iteration of this giant cathedral. I mean, there's stuff there, stuff there that's gone on. People have been murdered inside that cathedral. So many people have gotten married inside that cathedral. You know, w- what do we have? We have, we have Virginia. <laughs> we have you know the 13 original colonies, and that's again still only going back to 1776, roughly. Yeah. You know. St. Paul's Cathedral opened in 1708, which is crazy. It was built between years 1675 and 1720. Now, I see, I wonder if that's, I, I think the history goes way, 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 way back farther than that. I think that's got to have been the It's in recent, London, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got to have been the recent, like the current iteration, because there have been massive fires. That cathedral has burnt down, like I said, I think twice. It, really? But- uh, the the current building that's standing that is probably what that is meaning is is built in the 16 1700s uh and i mean it's still been standing it's that cathedral is older than our country that's insane yeah, it you is know. definitely yeah it's over 300 years old so it's 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 just it's ridiculous and i you know yes what is america going to be going to be known for yeah. when when we fall into the ocean i <laughs> You know, well, parts of it, you know, well, like, LA. Okay. Let's just go LA, with, uh, you know, maybe Seattle, like the, the whole West coast is kind of on, on a, it's on, it is on a massive fault line. You yeah. know, there's the San Andreas fault line and not just because of the movie, but there is definitely, it is a fault line. It's part of the, the planet. As far as what we've been taught, there are these shifting plates where yeah. potentially if all is the perfect storm, you know, it could be shooken and broken off into the ocean to where nice the word. tides just succumb and take over the city, you know? And ultimately we think, you know, we're building things in areas where we probably shouldn't. It's like what happened in New Orleans and, and freaking Katrina. It was built in this bowl that was below sea level. And all of a sudden you have this perfect ah, storm. Yeah. Katrina came in. And again, there are so many theories around that whole thing and potential, um, yeah, there's just a lot of theories Purpose, around that whole deal. Unprepared. Yes, yes. To from uh, weather manipulation to just governmental lack of uh, action. Yeah, you know FEMA and what happened in the aftermath. Lack but, of lack of foresight and lack to lack of of willingness to act when it actually did happen. Yeah, I mean yeah. we learned a lot in that. I remember watching it, going, "Dude, there are people just piling into this major sports arena, mm, and I, they're see, freaking that blew me away." just trying to survive. People are dying. Like just people are just dying and they're spray painting these doors and it's just shot after shot of these, you know, news stories showing you these people deceased in these homes and <sighs> people were just stranded. And 
ultimately the reaction to this devastation was very under, uh, I don't know what you would call that. It was under par for what people are paying for. The reaction. If taxes are what we are paying, FEMA acted in a very under, um, the government didn't act properly. See, you but, 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 you, but then again, you don't really know how to re- respond to things like that because we've never really dealt with it. True. But you've, you know? watched, you've watched Zeitgeist. I, yes. I just watched this movie, Ethos. Have yep. you seen it? It's on Netflix. Uh-uh. Uh, it, it reiterated a lot of the things that was in, in Zeitgeist, uh, that w- things that were in Zeitgeist, um, one of which being that the Federal Reserve is not a federal, federally run system. It's a privately owned bank. And every single dollar of our income taxes does not go to pay for anything that people say, well, I'll pay my taxes. It goes to pay off the interest that we owe to the Federal Reserve yes. Bank every year. It's, it's public knowledge, public fact. Everybody can go look that up for themselves and, and, and verify. But, I, I mean, we are, we are contributing to a corrupt system by our very living here. You said yeah. it earlier when you were talking to Jake and, and, uh, and Steve. We are we're ridiculous creatures for charging ourselves to live here. To live on this yeah. planet. I mean, where else are we going to go? Well, dude, when I was hanging out in, in Vegas, I was talking to my mom's friend, Deanne, shout out. Shout out. Uh, she was telling me a little bit of the history of Vegas because she lived there. Oh. And the courthouse in Las Vegas where mobsters were acquitted back when they were building these, un, you know, these, honestly, these big grab bags. Oh, the casinos They were building stuff? the whole casino yeah. industry. Yeah. And um, they essentially were acquitted in the shady uh, court hearings in the you know of course city, you know the in the, the city that stands to 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 benefit from everything that is sin going city, on there. baby yeah exactly you know what i mean but you can't build sin city on on you know <laughs> on goodwill and uh no. and on on good morals no i mean but that's the thing what what was crazy about it to me was when she told me that the uh these mobsters like the air the Aria Hotel, the Wynn Hotel, they were some of the biggest mobster families in Vegas, and they basically built Vegas. And it's now this, if you think about it, you go into a casino, you put money into machines, and now everything's computerized. Yeah. And Yeah, it weirds me out. It's a little strange if you think about it. Like, yeah, it's one thing when you play something that you can actually see it spindling, and you see the actual machine moving, and you see all the moving parts in it. Yeah. But now it's all on computer, and you can program a computer. We all know this now. I just had my bank account uh, at Bank of America, which I'm leaving them officially. Yeah. I'm done with it. Ding, ding. This is way too many times. So yeah. shout out to um, a bank that's Any not other doing- bank out there. Whatever they're not doing with their encryption, something's yeah. happening to where they keep getting breached. And uh. you know, in our society, it's so funny. Like We have to set up our bank accounts to everything we do. So I'm paying rent or I have an automatic, you know, like with what, our websites, yeah. you know, you pay- you set everything up to where it's linked to this card, yeah. and all of a sudden, in one swoop, now you have to deal with. Uh, you have to retype in your your credit card numbers. You have to make sure yes. that everybody that is taking money out of your account every month has your updated information, or else you'll get a late fee and exactly. notice, and you'll get sm- slapped on the hand with an extra yes, it's twenty this, or thirty dollars fee. It's this extra time that you, as a person who is supposed to be like, if you think about it from someone who's just working a job, like if I'm working a nine to five and I have to deal with this on top of that, like dealing with all my card stuff, that's unacceptable to me in my, in my mind, when a banking institution is built to, for one banks run the planet. Yes. So they should have Mm -hmm. the best encryption that exists on the planet Yeah. or they should be hiring the best people that 
you know, encrypt, which again, it does bring a little bit of hope to me and how people are still able to breach encryption or, and, and hack. Well, because that is the thing that saves the internet is the fact that people corporate can't encryption. necessarily, well, you can't necessarily com- have complete control over the internet. Right. Exactly. So, but it is interesting to think about how much time now, like individuals have to go and deal with all this mundane shit that they already dealt with. But now because one thing was breached, yeah. now you have to deal with four or five hours on the phone calling companies and resetting up stuff on the internet or yeah. Yeah. however your life is circled uh, with your cards and your financial my, you know, well-being. My grandmother just had this happen to her as well. And I, from my experiences with it, because I've had, I've had opportun- opportunities, I've had uh, situations where I'll get an email saying, Hey, there was a breach. Your card is no longer active yes. because of this. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I called and I was like, "You guys can't just do this. Like this is you've you've put me in a hole where I can't access my my exactly. I can't easily access my my funds for f- 5 days or 8 business days yeah. or however long it's going to take you to send me a new card. But it's 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 a very odd kind of safety measure on their part. Again, for, yeah, for sure. It, chances are what happened is you filled your car with gas. And then somebody within a certain period of time hacked that gas station's credit card system is probably what happened. And so Bank of America said, uh-oh, something was hacked here for the this period of time. Anybody who used their card here instantly, instantly shut down. Everyone's vulnerable. Just in and, case. Right, yeah. exactly. So that's that is the that is the the goodwill meaning behind it but no it's a it's a very broken and and flawed system that that is more of an incon well it's not it, the thing is it's not more of an inconvenience but it is an incredible inconvenience when stuff like that does yeah. happen it's still incredibly convenient to just pull out a piece of plastic rather than have Definitely. to carry cash in my wallet oh, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. like that but uh, it's nobody's gonna nobody's <laughs> you can't hack the cash in but my that's wallet. also that's also sitting there going okay well you know, when you think about the ease of using a card instead of having to carry around coins like they did in the old days and flick a gold coin to somebody out of your little satchel. Or flick a little I flea mean, flicker. I mean, essentially, it's, yeah, it's a flea yeah. flicker. Yeah. <sighs> Football. Yeah, yeah. But um, the, the whole structure is built by these institutions that run all of that anyway. Yeah. So, yes, as grateful as I am that it is easily, everything's connected this way, and it is easy for me it's still an extension of something that is kind of taking advantage, I think, of people's time. Like, yeah. I now think about all the time I'm going to have to spend. Because I, I, I started a list yeah. of all the people I'm going to have to freaking contact and deal yeah. with this. You know, once my card is actually canceled out, they, yeah. they're sending me a new card and all this stuff. Um, but back to back to what I was saying about in Vegas, like the corruption and the mobsters yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The courthouse that acquitted these mobsters back in the day that are now the people who own the biggest hotels in Vegas. Uh, well, the courthouse they're, they're descendants. Descendants. I imagine. I imagine they are not definitely still descendants. Around, but you, know. you can't ignore the fact that it doesn't mean just because you inherit something doesn't yeah. mean it's rightfully yours, and it doesn't no. mean that you carry on something. If it's something that was built out of corruption, I will never agree with that ever, ever, yeah. ever. It's no, like no, kingdoms. No. Like when people go. Oh, well, the Queen of England, you know, for instance, she inherited her existence from someone else. Yeah. And yes, although that's great, her family was pretty corrupt and they used drugs to manipulate people yeah. and stole people's farmland and created their empire. But that's the same thing. You go to Vegas, the courthouse is now 
the mob museum. And it's a slap in the face. And that's how I see it. It's a slap in the face to the general public who doesn't get it. They go there and they see it as, oh, this is the place where they were acquitted. But when you look at it on on a big, like a broad level, and maybe there's a new courthouse, obviously, where it's more grand and it's more technologically fit for today's times. And it would have been shitty for them to be there anyway. So they had to use it for something. Right. I get it. But when you think about what kind of structure built it to become a museum for mobster <laughs> yeah. families, it's almost glorifying criminal activity, which again, we live in this structure where I'm not going to say it's bad for people to figure out loopholes. And yeah. I think it's great that people are going to figure out ways around the system. Yeah. I will always say that. Yeah. When it, where there's a rule, there's someone who's going to break it. And right. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I do agree more that you know, people don't necessarily need so many rules. Like we, we need very few rules because we all get a pretty fundamental aspect of ourselves about like, no one likes being bullied. Like I don't like being bullied. Do you like being bullied Ian? No. So who that's likes, a pretty simple thing. Bullied? Exactly. Hey. But anyway, it's just like, uh, I don't know. I just think about the, the, the concept of that, you know, you go to Vegas, it's now this tourist attraction to go see the courthouse where the mobsters were acquitted out of this shady ass trial because people are being paid under the table and they built this massive empire where now tourists from all over the world come and just throw their money they into do. these places. They do. You know, myself included. I went and I dropped a few coins, yeah. you know, out of my own, for my own fun, personal but, but entertainment. But you, still, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you went you went with an idea, like a number in mind, and, and you, yes. you, you know, you tried to stick to it. Whereas people, they're, it's the same with any addiction. I mean, people will go and they will, they will spend every single penny they have because they're like, this next one, this next one's going to be it. This is going to win me the jackpot. This is going to be, oh, and then, it, you know, it, it doesn't. Yeah, you know I mean, it's it's weird. You mentioned you know the the by by the mere fact that these mobsters being acquitted, you're condoning the crime and everything like that. I'm in the process of reading the new Harper Lee book, um, ooh. which you never read To Kill a Mockingbird, did you? I've read Tequila Mockingbird. Tequila Mockingbird. You've been very That's familiar a, with that one. <laughs> no, no, uh, I never read it. I haven't. To Kill a Mockingbird is a is a is a a cornerstone of American literature. It's about racism, Modern right? American like literature. A... Well, it's about a young girl growing up and witnessing her father, who is this this very moral, very right, you know, right person, good person, lawyer, who uh, he's assigned a case, uh, a defense case against a black man who in like the 1930s or whenever this book takes place, you, that was, you know, you became you became an outcast of society almost. But his, you know, everybody had such respect for him, and he fought this case. And and you know, it, it, that was it's such a great great story. Um, Harper Lee apparently she for years this was always the story. I always asked my mom, you know, why didn't she never write another book? And it's like she just she said she never wanted to to write another book. It just that was what she wanted to contribute. And I thought that's fantastic. It's great stuff. And then over the past couple of months, word has been getting out that they found a new, a new manuscript that she had written, you know, only a few years after To Kill a Mockingbird, but never released. The, the uh, publisher had lost it or, or misplaced it or something like that. I don't know. But I'm in the process of re- listening to it. And it paints these characters in a much, much different light. Um, and it almost seems... It, it kind of takes the the stalwart type of Atticus Finch type of character that was you're like man he fights for everybody's justice and everything like that, and there's a point in which 
she goes to the the girl is now twenty six years old. She's coming back from school for you know to 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 visit, and she's kind of you know seeing how things are different in this town. She goes to this meeting of this something council and realizes that it's a it's a essentially it's a KKK meeting. Oh, it's it's Jesus. white supremacists essentially. And while while her father Atticus is not actively participating in it, the mere fact that he's there is condoning that kind of a yeah. mentality. And it's so so I don't necessarily know what the what the intention of the book is yet because I, I'm not finished with it, but. It, it seems to be a little too coincidental that it is coming out right now. And a lot of the things that I'm thinking and hearing and uh, hearing being, it's actually being read to me. I'm, I'm listening to the audiobook with nice. uh, being read by Reese Witherspoon, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good, you know, it's, it's a nice, nice to, to hear the story being read to me. But <laughs> where's Reese Witherspoon been all these days? <laughs> Reading <laughs> audiobooks. She's been out in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> Winning in a Oscars, studio, in not a, winning in a box. Oscars, getting nominated for Oscars. Reading books aloud. Um, but it's it, the stuff in this book. It's like goodness gracious, too too on the nose for what's happening right now. For it to be a coincidence that this book is coming out at this moment. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Everything everything is becoming, and the more and more that I've been kind of digging into, like that's the hardest thing for me. Is I'm such a curious person about. You know, what is, what are people talking about with, like, I know racism and all these things. It's like, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around it. Like I, I, today I didn't see the whole Caitlyn Jenner speech from the SB awards. I have not either, but I decided to watch it. Cause I'm like, okay, what people are making a big deal out of this. I don't, I don't watch that shit. Yeah. But then I saw a video linked to on YouTube, of course. Um, I saw that video. So I was like, okay, I'm going to see what, um, Caitlin's talking about. I want to see what she's going to say to people and what kind of inspiration she's going to try to give younger generations. Because yeah. ultimately, the people that are really being af- uh, affected by, you know, these books, like To Kill a Mockingbird, was a, a book I know people read in high school. Yeah, and I feel like I was assigned to read that book. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I feel like I read it, but I don't think I read it with the right frame of mind so it's well it was an assigned book i don't recall it much yeah you know? yeah but i do know of it you know so yeah. it's like one of those stories but have you seen the movie no no Oh, you should anyways keep going. okay well i will i mean that's but you're right i mean it is what are the odds that in this time where we're still talking about race and, and i'm i'm i come from this place where i'm like all right you you go far enough down that damn rabbit hole you don't have to look at race anymore. You start realizing it's all a damn sham because yeah. we're all one person. Yeah. We're all the same species living on this planet, whether you're black, Chinese, fucking Native American, white. Like we're all sitting here trying to figure out ways to like each other. And of course, media f- force feeds uh, the common masses um, this dissension, like yeah. this sort of... Um, this idea that racism is something we're supposed to pay attention to. Well, this idea that there has to be two sides to to something like yeah. that. I mean, there doesn't. There does not have to be them against us ever. I mean, people. I saw somebody post a video of people in South Carolina at this courthouse, and oh. there are these KKK members just walking around saying. And there's people with their fucking iPhones in their yeah. face filming them yeah. and just hearing the stuff they're saying. I wasn't even angry about it. I felt so incredibly sad for these people who think they know life so well from their forefathers and ancestors and the land that was built for them 
that they know what they're talking about. And it's absolute 100% ignorance of pure reality of the fact that they live in a universe that is infinite and fully connected, so cosmetically and mathematically beyond our comprehension that people choose to just attach themselves to such a small, such a little, um, petty, low, petty, low level, foolish ideology that, that they are the true air and the true something. And I'm not trying to say anything against people who actually are proud of who they are and everyone should be proud in their own skin. There's a difference between pride and prejudice. Prejudice. Yes. I mean, but back, I mean, watching that Caitlin thing, I was like, shout out Jane Austen, you know, Jane Austen. I mean, I was watching that. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not transgendered, but listening to this person talk and, and be willing to put themselves out there and, yeah. you know, if I want to look at it, like I want to be racist and, and or I want to be prejudiced and go, <laughs> Oh, uh, Bruce Jenner is faking it. He's just yeah. trying to make money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I look at it and go, this is a person literally ruining themselves if that was their true intention. Right. They're destroying themselves. I see. I, that's, I, I, I just don't a, believe that. I had a conversation with my dad actually earlier today, and it, it kind of swung her a little bit around to, to Caitlyn Jenner. And, you know, he, he's, he was a, just you know, surprised that, that Caitlyn Jenner would put herself out there like that. And I think to myself, well, sure, you know, she's putting herself out there. And I, I actually said this to him. I didn't think this to myself. I said, she's putting herself out there, sure, because as Bruce Jenner, you know, she was in the, he was in the Kardashian world, and that was all that everybody's like a freaking Olympian off of it. But it's the media. The media yeah. is like, what's Caitlyn doing? What's Caitlyn wearing? Yes. What's she going to say? What's, you know, this and this. And so it's not... I don't think it's Caitlyn putting herself out there and being like, everybody, right. look at me, look at me, look at me. It's everybody, look at Caitlyn, look at Caitlyn. Look yes. at everybody wants to talk about this, that, and the other about Caitlyn Jenner or Kanye West or, you know, the fucking, this this guy who got attacked by a shark. they're all distractions, you know? dude. They're all distractions. Like, that's the thing is like, you know, looking at all this racial stuff, I'm so tired of it. I'm like, man, like people who really get so worked up about it, like we're talking about it right now, and I even feel dumb talking about it because it isn't an issue. Like we're all one thing here. Like we all live on the same planet and we're creating, like there's someone else creating this dissension among us. And certain people have foolishly eaten from that pond and they're drinking the water Drank or they're the drinking Kool-Aid. the punch or whatever. And yes, and people, you know, watching those videos of those white supremacists on, you know, in the, at some capital in South Carolina or whatever, yeah. in Charleston, I don't know where the hell they were, uh, which I think that's in North Carolina, right? Charleston? Charleston. No, I think Charleston's in, South, in South Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know where the capital is. I think that may be it. But um, yeah, it's just seeing people parade around like they are so sure that their beingness is the ultimate beingness and everyone else's shit. Right. And I think about how, you know, our our country was really built on some really weird stuff. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of holes, there's a lot of um you know, slavery has been a massive thing in the history of our country. Yeah. As I mean, you you dissect it and there it is. It's all over the place. You cannot escape it. I watched this infographic and I think I told you and maybe Martin about it, but I watched an infographic where someone put together these dots that would go from Europe and Africa uh, over the history of our country being existent. And it basically showed all these dots and how every ship that would go and bring slaves. And it talked about how many millions of people were moved from Africa and 
moved around Europe and and moved to South America, Central America, North America, Canada. Yeah. And it showed all these little dots moving around. And most of them, the American dots went to Canada. Or not Canada, I'm sorry. They went to Cuba, which is interesting. Okay. So part of me wonders if a big piece of our American history... Most of our slaves were actually funneled through Cuba. So they went to Cuba and then came from Cuba and to... And went from Cuba... Essentially in to, a different, to Florida. They or, weren't listed on these major slave ships. They weren't uh, listed going from Cuba to America. They were only showing going from Europe to... So there might be infinitely more slaves oh, that came to America absolutely. in our history than, well, than is documented. I mean, you know, no no one can deny the fact that, you know, when African Americans are, you know, they sit there and go, well, we, we, you know, we were slaves and people talk about that stuff. It's very true. Yes, people were plucked from their yeah. continents. Yeah. But at the same time, most of us, like anyone who exists here in America, we've all been displaced. Like whether, yeah. whether it's our ancestors who migrated here um, as immigrants or whatever, you know, none of us were naturally supposed to be here. Right. I, I mean... Well, right, exactly. Native Americans were probably the only people who were supposed to be here. We should all be in our own countries. You know, that's that's the part. I mean, I'm not black, so I don't I don't know how uh, how my view would change if I was, you know, in that kind of a culture. Um, but I everybody who says, you know, oh, yeah, you know, we, we suffered all this slavery and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, but you personally didn't. And you right. are here right now. So why not just live in the here and now and, and, and live your life as opposed to trying to make amends for something that you were never personally, you know, a part of well, or, th- or anybody in your immediate family at this point? You know, I mean, how long ago did slavery end? You know, it's a, I know persecution and prejudice. Well, Ian, it's and racism ended. is still rampant. I know, I know, <laughs> but you know, people don't own people, and there aren't working cotton plantations and stuff anymore. I get it. They become more sophisticated. I mean, yes. think about anybody that wears a T-shirt to any company they work at, yeah. and they're wearing someone else's label. They don't own the company. They're just no. working there. They they're work. They they slave all their hours away yeah. and get paid. And granted, yes, you're getting paid money. But slaves got paid, you know? Yeah. People got paid something to pick cotton. And then you've got somebody who works at Raytheon or any Walmart or whatever. TI. TI, anything. You're, you're, you're putting all of your time and energy into some place. And then you walk home with the T-shirt on. Yeah. You know, it's when I worked at Starbucks. I wore the corporate T-shirt. Mm-hmm. You become part of their entity. You had to buy that T-shirt from Starbucks, didn't you? You had to pay for it. Yeah. You had to pay for it. Like, if you lose your aprons. Which is ridiculous. I mean, if they want you to work there and wear that stuff, they should provide that shit for you. I mean, it's not a privilege to work at Starbucks. <laughs> it's a fucking job. It's a job. I mean, it, <sighs> it, it's among other jobs. It is a privilege among some jobs you could be working. But at the well, same time, sure. I you mean, it could be flipping burgers. It could be flipping burgers. But I mean, it does. It does. You know, for me, I think back on when I honestly, man, when people talk about slavery and shit, I'm like, dude, it's never ended. We're all still here. And we're all honestly, if you're awake in this society, you're either trying to figure out a way to f- how are we going to get out of slavery because it's not it's not ended like we are all a part of a structure that is you know and i don't know how often we talk about this you know how often we go into the uh, the megalith beast that hovers above us all yeah. but yes we talk about the you know slavery and, and racism is a big deal about this uh as far as American history goes, it's this little written story that ha- that's happened. It's on paper, but yet 
all of us every day we wake up and we have to make money and we have to pay our money to pay our bills. We do. And we have to do all these things. There is no difference between like, we're all held against our will, whether people want to say, yes, it's yeah. You weren't forced onto a ship. You weren't beaten with a whip in this reality and that reality, which is essentially for the most, you know, and I I know I'm rambling, but again, most of us that live right now, even African-Americans that have history and family history of being in those, you know, their family was a part of that stuff and they were enslaved. You know, unfortunately this is a, part of what happened to all of us yeah. one way or another. We've all been a part of this. Um, we individually were not being whipped. Right. You know what I mean? So but it's, we individually are kept under, under uh, somebody else's boot by, yeah. by having to go and work eight hours a day to pay for yes. some, to pay for an apartment in which we barely spend the same amount of time in. And most of that time is sleeping. Yes, you know it's absolutely ridiculous to be to be to to have to work so hard doing something that most people don't want to be doing. It's something that you have to do, quote unquote, have to work to to make your money, and it's it's wrong. It's wrong to it's wrong to force anybody to do anything. People should be able to. I mean, survival of the fittest. It, it, that would that would literally go into effect if if nobody had to go and do stuff like that anymore, you would very quickly lose the ability to 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 live comfortably if yeah. you didn't go and, and find ways to sustain whatever it is. If you had a farm, if you were living in a commune and, and there was a communal farm and you didn't pull your weight, you wouldn't be able to 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 get groceries or get, you know, the the fruits and stuff that you They'd need. They'd point so, the finger to the to the gates. Yeah. Sorry, Ian, you gotta go. It would be a much different type of work. It would be a much different, yeah. you know, kind of society and you'd have a very communal mindset. I think that that would be far greater than than quote unquote living in America and living the dream and the American dream and all that kind of yeah. stuff. All those hashtags you can think to put <laughs> in that in that little statement. But it's it's ridiculous. I mean that's the thing is I feel like there's a sense of responsibility. I mean I, it gets so I know it's so repetitive and I, I apologize people who listen to Hi there and if you're over the whole <laughs> regular ma- listeners. You know, the Matrix talk. It is something I feel very like if there's anything like what is your purpose in life, Joe? What is your purpose, Ian? I don't know my purpose other than I'm constantly looking for truth. And if I'm looking at truth and I'm looking at the history that's been fed to us, you know, and I'm depicting a part, okay, yes, African-Americans were enslaved. They were brought here. And it wasn't just African-Americans. There were all sorts of people. There was people from uh, South America, people from freaking Irish people were freaking, I mean, everybody essentially has been one way or another forced into America, forced into our country. And, you know, as somebody who's kind of woken up in this melting pot, there is a beauty about this. Like we're all, we've all started fresh here. Like for one, all of us who, who are breathing air at this current moment in time, we've all grown up in a world that yes, is a, is the part of the domino effect. So some people grow up in a very rough, yeah. part of town or yeah. they grow up in a very elitist part of town or some everyone grows up in their own realities where it's easier to say yeah I'm going to blame this because my life sucks dick so all of a sudden it's easier to blame the history yes but essentially it does feel like a responsibility to go you know it's never ended the slavery thing it's still going on because yeah. as long as everyone sits there and says well I have to have my job I have to do this and I have to pay these bills you know what uh, you know, Joe Morales is this guy who I am me. I, I don't know. I, I have this 
name given to me. It's a name that I didn't choose. It was given to me. Right. But I am me. I am my own beingness. I am my own self. You I owned am, it. I don't know who I really am in the midst of the cosmos, but I am this, you know, consciousness, just like you are. Yeah. You are Ian McNinney, which is a name you gave to me. But are you Ian McNinney? You know, in the in the grand scheme of this whole universe, who knows? Ultimately, what we do know is we're still being enslaved. So how do we talk about it amongst ourselves to say, okay, well, if we're building societies together, we're building these pyramids, we're building these massive cities that could eventually be at the bottom of the damn ocean. Yeah. How do we build something that's substantial enough that we can grow and actually acknowledge the shit of our past and say, okay, well, yes, slavery was very prevalent and it is prevalent. Like right now we live in a reality where people do not acknowledge this. Like people going, oh, I go to work. They do not see that as, as they're being slavery. But the reality is, if you're listening, yes, you are a slave. If you have to pay your bills, I'm sorry. You may enjoy it, but you are a slave. Right. Like every aspect of our lives are completely governed and controlled. And there's nothing wrong with trying to build a good society. But when you build it under very corrupt circumstances, people who are, they, they don't care about anybody else but their own um Everyone's getting theirs. Everyone's getting theirs. It's like that ethos movie was talking about um, all of these, all of these systems, government, corporations, all that kind of stuff. They serve one master, and we, we technically are slaves to that same one master, and that is the financial system. And I'm not against money. Like that's the thing is, I'm like that. That's the funniest aspect of talking about this stuff. I always sound like I'm so against all of it. And again, you know what is true freedom? None of us really know. People all of a sudden one day flipping a switch and no one has to pay their rent. No right. one ever has to pay their cell phone bills. Everything's yeah. free. Medical's free. All this shit. Like I hear, you know, my room is to talk about their insurance and then they're paying 500 bucks a month oh. for health insurance that they're Ooh. maybe going to use if they have if an they emergency. they had to, yes. And I'm sitting there going, dude, this is a, such a racket. Yeah. We are such powerful beings. Yeah. Like human beings... The way I perceive us as these things in this universe, I think we're so much more powerful, way beyond medicine. I don't think we need all this bullshit stuff that we put in our bodies. Uh-huh. I do think we've been manipulated into the point of living in this matrixy um, reality that has been crafted by other people. You know, I've read all these things. Uh, you know, we talk about the higher side chats, and this guy, Crow from YouTube. He puts out these, um, he does these little news articles on yeah. the higher side chats. Uh, if you play for TH, if you, if you pay for the, or subscribe to higher side chats plus you can read these little, uh, and I don't know if it's on the free version, but you can read, uh, these little excerpts this guy's putting together, which, uh, more or less he's formulating the things that I've thought about my entire life yeah. in a more, uh, comprehensible version that more people can gather. Like he's actually putting together ways for people to wake themselves up, you know, and it's really just coming down to the details. Everything collapses under the details. If you're not willing to look at the details of something and you're just willing to accept something, you're not someone to really trust. You can't be necessarily trusted if you're not willing to look at the details and say, yeah, it's like, how many times have you talked to somebody and they're like, oh, I, I don't, I don't want to know about that. I don't yeah. know. And I'm sitting there going, dude, if I was trusting you with my life and you're not willing to like, at least look at some real shit, yeah. what, what in you causes you to fear something within yourself so bad you can't look at the details. And, and then once you see the details, 
use your brain to figure out a better way or yeah. a, a solution with with your own community to build a better solution towards something, you know? And that that to me is the ultimate power I think humans have, and that's the only hope I have in humanity, is the fact that we each individually can problem solve. And if someone's unwilling to problem solve within themselves, it's a dangerous person to be around for real. It's true. Because then they're just accepting everyone else's fairy tale. That's just given to them. And yeah. that's what we've essentially grown up under with all these, you know, the seven wonders of the world. You become somebody who is very impressionable and somebody yeah. who, who other people can control. And that's unfortunately what is going on is there are people who have noticed, oh, I can find ways to control the masses and, and unfortunately we are being controlled. So guys put down Facebook, please put down Twitter, put down your, your cell phones and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm very guilty of it. Yeah. As well. Same here. You I know, mean, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, but I've been taught well, <laughs> I do get the opportunity and, and take the opportunity to put my phone on silent and like, do not disturb and put it down when I'm doing other things. I'm trying to focus. And, and I, I, I like to try and have original innovative thought. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you can't do that if you're, you know, constantly having these stupid mundane conversations with people or looking up everything on Twitter or, you know, uh, latching onto everything BuzzFeed posts or, you know, right. it's just, it's, it's some ridiculous shit. And, you know, we, we, you know, we talked about the ice age thing, uh, the mini ice age coming, you know, yeah, on yeah. the last episode. And essentially, you know, we, we, we sit and we dialogue about things that, you know, we don't know what's going on, but we do know we live on this amazing planet where, you know, as far as humanity goes, we found some uh, like unbelievable things that we can't explain. Yeah. Whether they're buildings, these underwater cities, people frozen in ice with food in their stomachs and in their mouths and shit. Um, you know, oh, I, f- yeah. I do feel like we do have a responsibility <laughs> to share our information. Mm-hmm. And the second someone decides to withhold that, mm-hmm. they are they are a massive, massive um, Tool liability. Bag. Yeah. Liability to all of humanity. And, and that inform- it is a crime against humanity. That in information opinion. very instantly should become the most important information that you should want to get. If somebody's trying to hold truth from you, then that needs to be the information that, you know, people need to recognize, you know, if somebody's trying to, to, to hide these things from you, then it's something that's worthwhile and you need to know it. Everybody needs to be allowed to see all these things. Which is one, you know, this is one thing that I always think about is, uh, you know, thinking about people withholding information and, you know, hiding secrets and, you know, lying to the public and, you know, whatever. It's like the masses can't know about this. So, but then I always handle it. You know, that's the one thing I always think about is like, wait a minute. This document's classified, but someone sat there and typed that document up. I know I can handle that information just as much as the person who typed up that document and said it's now classified. Like, who the hell is that person? Some superhero, like, non-emotional, can-never-be-broken human being? No, they're a person who decided certain amounts of people in this country especially, are not allowed to, to, to know this information. And my question always is, well, why not? Yeah, exactly. Who if, do you think if, you are to tell me what right, I can't know? Right. You need to let all sorts of information be open to the public and let them make their own decisions. If they want to stick their head in the sand, then that's on them. People it's who had information, people who had information are people who are not looking for solutions. Right. Because if you're looking for solutions, you open source your shit, and you put it out there because other people everybody are going to find it. Everybody has to know everything in order for everybody to be able to come Absolutely. to some sort of, of, of 
conclusion that's good for everybody. Yes. One in two people cannot decide what's good for everybody because, damn, nobody, I mean, it's, it's curious because doing this reset, Martin and I were talking about it the other day, and some of the meals, you know, you and I talked in the last episode how some of like the cucumbers and stuff just kind of get me nuts. Yeah, I mean, uh, so... I Martin was like, yeah, it's 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 just kind of odd that that they put together this this program and say this is what everybody who does this program is supposed to do, where everybody's body's not yeah. necessarily going to react the same way to all this stuff, but it's kind of this broad general overview. Um, so, and I told Steve earlier, if I were to do this reset again, I would probably take varying liberties with the meals because yeah. then I should know how each food group is interacting and everything. And I could structure my meals based on the things that I want to eat. Um, and, and not necessarily the the way I want to eat, but I would definitely not have microgreen salads anymore. You know, I would have varying other different <laughs> but kinds you realize, of salads. But you, you don't like realize that. like, I mean, even if you don't necessarily like something of the reset, yeah. it's, it's the fact that the amounts you're putting into your body of that specific thing, yeah. it's going to do what it needs to do Despite the taste, despite your own personal opinion of it. Yeah. You know, because ultimately it's like when you eat food, some people like pizza, some people hate pizza, some yeah. people love lasagna, some people loathe it. Yeah. And ultimately it's what does that food do in your body? Yeah. You know, and yeah. and it's no question, yes, some veggies, they just uh, they got some taste to them that are yeah. fucking crazy. But ultimately, we've been we've grown up on on knowing what pizza tastes like. We yeah. know what ice cream tastes like. We know all these other flavors that people developed to fool. I think ultimately, this part of ourselves that essentially we used to just grow shit from the dirt, and that was what we ate. Yeah. So we didn't really have all this other back knowledge of of you know food. You know, it's like kids growing up and eating veggies. Like Maddie, yeah. she doesn't eat. Like she won't even eat. I don't know where she is. Oh, she's over there. She won't eat certain veggies and stuff, but Fitz eats them up. He's been eating them since he was a puppy. I adopted Maddie when she was an adult. Yeah. So it it is interesting to think about that. But, you know, I I definitely, ignorance is not bliss. I think people should definitely be, they should trust themselves to be able to get through information and not be too scared because ultimately, what's better? Not knowing something and just walking into a wall blind, or at least having some sort of awareness and being able to navigate yourself around the wall, you know? So I just, I feel like there's a massive responsibility we all have. And there's a massive responsibility when I see people talking about racism on the internet. I don't care. Like when people who are fucking emotional about this shit, get over it. Stop it. I get that maybe you're dealing with stuff. I understand you're also enslaved just like everyone else. And That's everyone has true. to figure out a way to break through the shell and figure out a way where we can all build a better society. Cause that I do feel is our responsibility. Like, what are we leaving? Like I don't have kids, but I know a lot of people that do. What are we leaving these people? What are we going to leave as a legacy of our own humanity? If history is a lie, what about our history? Are we going to leave you know, if it is all just a lie, if, if all these people that we've ever, you know, humanity's been around for 500,000 years, yeah. if that's true, okay, well, I've been around for 32. What am I going to leave behind? Yeah. I sure as shit am not going to leave behind agreeing that racism is real, that war is real. I think war is a complete deception and distraction. And it's, 
a big responsibility in my own opinion. And I know I'm rambling about it. I do feel like I'm responsible as a human being who woke up. I have woken up. I don't know how things are all the way. I do know a certain structure of how things work. Yeah. But I do feel very much like it is a, uh, it's my cross to bear. Well, it's so fucking cheesy. But dude, for real, man, if you want to talk about a cross to bear, it yeah. is awareness. And if you do not share that with other people, you're bastardizing them off to the sea. You're pushing their raft to the sea you and are. to the sharks. You're throwing, you're throwing your sheep off a cliff. And I mean, not your sheep, but I mean, that's, that's what this podcast network is. Yeah. is, is part of it is you know, everybody becoming comfortable enough listening to us talking about this kind of stuff and understanding that, okay, yeah, let's, let's see, let me, let me go, let me go dip my toe in that little rabbit hole or something like that. Like my brother, my brother has, has started talking to me about varying things that we talk about. And, you know, a lot of his, a lot of his information that he gets kind of stems from our conversations and he's he asked me a bunch of questions about things and I answer them as best I can. Is Joe but I, crazy? I always <laughs> no, but I mean I always I always tell him, you know, I don't know if any of this is actually going on, but just think about it. Logically, this, 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 and this equals this. Well, I mean, most how long likely. how long do you just look at all the pieces that are fed to us yeah. until you decide to go, you know what? I don't I don't I don't care anymore. Like yeah. am I gonna be eighty years old and I'm gonna get online and deal with racism some more? Fuck that shit. No. It is not real. There's so much more stuff to find online. Oh, go to the head of the snake. Follow yeah. the money and follow the really, rich white man. I mean, and, and if if at the very least you you hear these shows and we you know because ultimately yes we call it a show but we're you and I are conversing. We're talking about the things that we want to talk about. The yeah. things that compel us to breathe tomorrow and and go to sleep and feel like we should wake up again. You know, I I mean. I, I don't talk about this a whole lot, but dude, I I definitely, you know, going down these rabbit holes, I deal with depression because of it, because I do believe in humanity. I believe in solutions. I yeah. believe in the fact that, you know, if you give someone the tools, people will figure out a way to f- solve a problem. If, and if, if you, you don't, build it. if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And if you don't, sorry, you just had something that... uh uh, you know, ultimately you're just walking through, I guess, a uh, field of corn. I don't know, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like you're never going to exit onto a baseball field, you know, That's but true. it's, I don't know. I, I think it's a big responsibility for me personally. I'm not saying this is what other people should do, yeah. but as someone who I feel like as, I'll as, throw my name in that hat too. I think you do. I mean, you and I dude. again, I, I, I don't think you enough for the conversations we get to have because, you know, I, I, what other conversations can you have when you're someone who does choose to dig into these kinds of topics and go down the, these roads? And again, it is not something that people should shy from. And it's almost embarrassing to think that this is the complete opposite of what people are actually thinking about. Yeah. Are you kidding me? This is, this all is what's I'm happening. About. This yeah. is what is happening. Yeah. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, you can yeah. do it on your own time. Yeah. That's fine. You don't have to listen to these shows. But the reality is this is a world we all live in and we have to figure out a way to solve it and figure out a better way to leave something better for, again, I don't have kids, but people who are choosing to create a legacy for themselves. How can we build a better world with the amazing art, the amazing music, the amazing technology, the amazing uh, will to find love and beauty amidst the suppression that we still do as humans. You know, we're still building these amazing, amazing realities for ourselves. Yeah. Oculus Rift. Yeah. You know, we're building this fun stuff, but how do we do it 
with an awareness and with some sort of respect for each other to where we can build and not run each other over anymore. I mean, it's just how, when's enough enough? You know, I mean, it's true. how many more news stories do we all want to read and talk about on Facebook where yeah. most people could probably, you know, how many conversations do you have with people that talk about Facebook? And I'm like, oh, fucking Facebook. Yeah. But everyone's on it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So everyone hates Facebook, but yet we all connect through it. And so how do we share information? And dude, that's, that's the biggest thing behind these these conversations you and I are having on High Dare is like we're talking about stuff that is a little bit beyond our own comprehension to yeah. a degree, yeah. but yet it's enough in our focus. It's in our, you know, the blinders are off. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to talk about these things. I'm not afraid to research stuff and even be willing to go, okay, well, I don't know if that's real. Yeah. Um, but just take it in, you know, just take it in and go, eh. I'm going to at least tell, you know, if I talk to some, my a family member that's going through something and they start talking about uh, just something that's just dragging them down, and I'm like, hey, you don't need to do that anymore. Don't worry. The Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. But yeah, it's, a, yeah. you know, but it is. It's, it's about love. It's like there's something bigger. There's yeah. a love among all of us human beings. Like, fucking, dude, without Amer- African-American culture, Having been, you know, people don't want to acknowledge this shit. Like, I look at every atrocity in history, they're all there for a reason. Everything. But if people were not brought here to America, we wouldn't have experienced Motown. We would not have experienced these amazing musical revolutions of people using this truth, this deep-rooted truth about their experience and sharing it with people that probably didn't get it at the time. Yeah. They didn't get it. But now we get it. Yeah. And I think that is a responsibility we have. I think today in 2015, we may seem lost within the fold of technology and we're all just disappearing between the, you know, we're lost in the matrix. It's like one grain of sand in the, yeah, we're lost at sea. We're a grain of sand in the ocean. But ultimately one grain of sand can turn the tide. I really believe that. And I think we ultimately, I have a responsibility and I will talk about it until my dying breath. I mean, hopefully I don't die. I, I, you know, again, back to the crow, he wrote an article and was talking about, you know, if we grew up, you know, we're growing, we grow up learning about, okay, our male life expectancy is 78 years old. Yeah. Every year you're going to celebrate your birthday, you're going to blow out candles. And if you look into the history of what that, you know, meaning is, um, it's this constant reminder that you get older and older and older and then you die at this age. Yeah. But what if we were growing up? And I'm just going to say this. What if we grew up in a world where, yeah, we didn't think about time. We didn't think about our age. We thought about nothing but the harmony we had together, the things we were creating together. And no one had this agenda to necessarily, uh, cap, you know, control certain aspects of their own interest. Yeah. You know, you had people who were able to grow up thinking, I'm going to live to 200 years old. If we were told at 10 years old, yeah, you're going to live till 200. Yeah. What would our lives be like? How would the anatomy, how would our own DNA uh, respond to that? You know, I think about that every day. I mean, we respond to things every day, no matter what the information is, whether it's bad news, good news. And I think it's a responsibility that, you know, I have it personally. I I do as well. And that's that's why I'm, I'm happy that we're doing this. Which, you know. I plan to live. I plan to live at least in my eighties, and that's why that's why I'm doing this reset at this point, and I'm trying to learn different, you know, and better eating habits. Which, you know, 
I want to live into my hundreds. Yeah, I mean, uh, 80s or 90s at least for me. I don't know. I you mean, don't want to hit the hundreds? I don't know. You're, I mean, you're going to go to 90s not, not and not what. hit 100? It's not, about, it's not about want. I just haven't thought about it. I, honestly, I haven't yeah. thought about projecting my projecting my my third eye vision into the future far enough to see if I can live to be 100. Because, yeah. I mean, again, like we weren't saying, taught. it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But we weren't taught to do that, too. Yeah. So it's like this thing that's outside of ourselves to even think, whoa, I can't even imagine. Dude, remember when you were like 10 years old? Could you imagine being 30 years old? No, you thought about it. And you're like, oh my god, that's so far. It from is now. old. I, and and chances are, I had my my teachers in first grade. You know, when I was in public school, were probably my age. Yeah, you know, it's just, so it's just mind blowing. Old. They were old. I mean, to me at the time, I was six, seven, and eight years old. You know, it's it's ridiculous. But um, real quick update then on the on this ultimate reset. I just yes, started, I just started week three dude. today. Yeah, yeah, High five thanks, me right dude. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, week three started, and it's the it's the restore phase. Restore, I think. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I, as far as I understand, I'm adding because my body has detoxed. It's like flushed out bacteria. Taking three deuces a day. Everything. I mean, it's it's yeah, exactly. I'm I'm so regular that I'm literally. It's like eat my meal. My body takes a couple hours to process it, and then it expels what it doesn't need. And I'm like, oh, all right. I feel. I feel like I've got a good cycle going on. Yeah. Um, but I imagine it's also been flushing out good and bad bacteria. Everything that's that's just there, it's just like resetting everything. And then now this last week, this this you know, final seven days, I'm adding probiotics and I'm Dude, adding your skin looks incredible and stuff like that. Thanks. You freaking like I flip my hair back completely. Like how much how much yeah. have you lost? I've, I've lost fifteen pounds. Oh in this my. in this yeah. In so two far. weeks. In two weeks, yeah, yeah. Dude, and, and that's unbelievable. And not in an unhealthy way. I have not. I have not gone hungry one. You look day. completely healthy. I mean, yeah. I, I feel. I feel good. I feel really good. However, my body this past week, the second week, was was a little bit tougher because it's just expelling everything. It's not. And it, not in a not in a way. A lot of people do those juice cleanses, and they're like, "Oh, I just you know end up <laughs> shitting water. It's just so much in this." And green like, water. No, it's yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's that that none of that has ever happened to me. <laughs> but my body, I can definitely feel what I can just imagine as my body being like, "Okay, you know, we could really use some of these some of these probiotics and stuff that, was, yeah. that were all flushed out." And so that's what this last seven days is going to be. It's going to be giving myself these doses of of the the revitalize. I think is what the Mm -hmm. with the little the the canister of uh, of capsules is called, and it just adds those things back into my body to continue to promote healthy healthy uh, functions. Probiotics and and uh, and uh, oh, what's the? It's uh, flora. Flora, it's, you yes. know, varying floras and stuff just in my body, which is all supposed to naturally be there. It's also in things like raw milk. My brother ah. gets raw milk, and it's because you know. Uh, straight from the udder? unprocessed. Well, it's, yes, essentially, it's straight from the udder. It's it's bottled and it's it's put in the fridge or whatever, you know. And it's it's. Uh, I hear so many good things about eating your food in as natural state, natural a state as possible. And so this week, it's all fruits and vegetables. Yeah. I, I don't know that there's very many grains at all this week. Uh, last week was a bunch of grains with the fruits and vegetables. I haven't had meat in uh, since day three, I think it was, was the oh, last yeah. time I ate meat, and it was a piece of salmon, and it was delicious as hell. So how do you feel? Like, Are you feeling pretty good, though? Or are you? I feel good. I mean, that is a question I've been asked a lot. Martin asked me that a few times. You know, um, my, my parents have both asked me. I just don't know how to answer it because I don't feel... 
I, I like uh, it's not that I don't feel great. I definitely feel different, but it's just a different, different. You know, yeah. I it's it's so I can't say that I feel great. I don't. I definitely don't feel shitty. Yeah. But I just I feel as if things change has taken place in my body, and it's going to continue doing it for the next seven days, and then I will be responsible for kind of maintaining the varying things, like not going to In and Out Burger or yeah. anything. You know, I just I can't go back to those same those same habits and patterns. Uh, or else I'm just going to find myself back in that, that same, you know, that same boat. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. that's, that's not where I want to be. <laughs> I know you were mentioning to me yesterday, you're like, man, it'd just be, it'd just be great to like, you know, go, go get a piece of pizza or you it know, make a pizza. <laughs> or, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's true. I mean, y- you realize how much when you have an awareness of yeah. other things that you've tasted yeah, and they're not necessarily bad but in the amounts that we replace them towards, you know, in context to what you're actually eating, the yeah. right things that you're eating, yeah. the right kinds of meals that were more natural to the earth. And I guess what people were eating back in the day, you know, yeah. instead of being yeah. able to go to Ralph's. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pizza and all, all these other things are these other luxuries we grow up on. And so they do become these hard things to forget because yeah. they're, they're these, um, they're not necessarily something to grow on. You yeah. don't want to grow on you know, ice cream cakes and right. pizza pie and right, all these right. things and lasagna. But uh, yeah, you're getting yourself back into, a, I mean, again, your skin looks completely clear. And I know people can't really see that, but um, <laughs> right. But yeah, dude, it, I think it's treating Thanks. you really well right now, despite yeah. some of the leg, leg cramps you've had and I have, yeah. maybe some of the cravings. But yeah, the past couple of days I've had, I've had some leg cramps and I kind of I did a little looking on on uh, online for what could potentially be be causing it. What I might be able to do, I figured, you know, it might be something to do with water. But I I kind of narrowed it down to electrolytes, and so in that instance, I've been adding a little bit more of the salts to my water. Has that the, been the, helping? It has. My legs have nice. been, you know, uh, the cramps have gone from like a seven or eight down to probably a. a Ian's two, in a wheelchair. You know, a two, in a wheelchair. A two or three <laughs> at the you know today. So you know, it's it's feeling better. It didn't wake me up in the morning. We've got the you know, Forrest Gump legging. Leg. I do the, the metal, the metal <laughs> braces on my legs. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely helping. And those are things, those are the kinds of patterns that I do want to continue to, 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 to flourish and have flourish yeah. in my body, in, in my, my brain, my mentality, in my life. Um, finding natural ways to, to kind of deal with my attention deficit disorder, um, would be, would be another thing that I, you yeah. know, and I, honestly today I've, I've noticed how much work I've done and how just step one, step two, step three, like I just did it all today. I've done everything that I've needed to do today. And then we recorded Hi Dare. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't even expect to, to record this show today. We're and supposed I, to do it tomorrow, but we, we yeah. decided. But yeah, I mean, we were just, <laughs> we suddenly found ourselves ready to do it and it just, yep. it, it was, it made sense. So I, I definitely. And the have, iron's hot, you know? He's a <laughs> strike when it's hot. Yeah, I, I in the, in the grand scheme of things, yes, change. I, I definitely feel different, and uh, it it has all the potential of being a good different. I just I have to be I have to be the responsible me that I know that I am the the one to see things through, and the seeing things through in this instance is okay. I could still go back and and reintroduce meat into my diet and reintroduce these varying things. In moderation, and probably with much more of a of a picky eye than I used to have. Yeah, you know, because 
yeah, anything that's processed instantly goes down on the list in terms of of health and and actual benefit to my right. body. So I, those are the things, and we talked about this. Um, I guess off the air before I started, that's part of what the reset is is intended for is to not only help your body get reset chemically and and you know with its whole systems and everything, um, but to 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 reset your mindset and and your your eating patterns and habits and and your emotions and everything. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to my brother earlier today, and he he pointed out that you know years ago I used to be a very uh, you know a very kind of people would be careful with what they said to me because I could take things in very negative ways at times. And not that I'd get like real angry, but it would shift my mood. For I would, sure, I would yeah. have these swings and everything. And it just, it was, it was something I felt a slave to. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. And you know, I've, I've taken that under control and he, he's definitely noticed it. It's massive. I also noticed it in, uh, in this, this past couple of weeks. Cause the first yes. couple of days were very tough. I was very cloudy. I, I just didn't know what was going on. I was just like, Oh, constantly frustrating myself yep. and everything this past week it's i i found this groove and i'm i'm good to go and so i can't wait for this third week to to actually you know hit its stride and then you know me to come out the other end of this whole thing yeah and just be a, a whole new man well i will say it's very inspiring to watch you do this because i know there's a lot of people that can't even imagine going through a detox yeah. and you know i know you're you're doing this for yourself but you are actually doing it for other people even though m- some may not realize it. Like it is inspiring to watch other people dedicate themselves to trying to figure out and better their own health. And we should put a link up to this again. It's the ultimate reset, but it's, it's something that is pulling you into whole, into a whole different behavior of your own eating patterns. And I, I mean, I think this, I think it just corresponds with, um, it's, it's almost right up there with the same thing that we, we were just talking about. It, It is, what it is to your body, what this cleanses to your body, I think that is with what information is to our own beingness. It is a way for us to detox out the things that affect us negatively. And all of a sudden you can operate and think clearly and yeah. make decisions and people will notice. Your brother noticed. Yeah. I freaking noticed. I didn't really know you back in the day when maybe that was something you did because yeah. ultimately I just didn't know that part of you. But yeah. I can understand in myself the things that have changed over time, like the way I used to behave about the, how quickly I would get angry about certain things. And once you kind of know and you you get to realize things about yourself, you just change your behaviors a bit. You just start, you you mentally process things in such a different way. You just dismantle things. It's like uh, having a fire extinguisher next to a fucking out of control flame versus not. Yeah. And you figure out, oh, okay, I have control of this. I am in control of this situation. I am the field that's on fire. When you're dealing with a field or or a building that's on fire, you can't, you can't point your hose and just spray everything as quickly as possible because it's just, you, you move from one area and that area is just going to continue to, to burn in flames. You have to, you have to be methodical. You have to have a couple of different hoses and you have to like take care of this area (laughs) and then move on and take care of this area. And eventually you're going to get the whole building down. Exactly. Uh, You know, uh, well, the the whole fire out, you're going to, you know, say it's just, it's, you have to, and that's why I make lists. That's why I go through things. And, and because if left to my own devices, especially back before this reset, I never ever would have, would have trusted myself to, to get this podcast network off the ground. You know, there's, there's no way. Um, that, that, well, I take that back. 
<laughs> because we did, and I did it before the reset. But what I mean is the reset of my mentality, the reset of of uh, I just I couldn't have done it without lists. Yeah, I could not have done it. Um, today I I made a list last night. I didn't once look at my list from last night today, and I know I already got everything that yeah. I needed to get done. That was truly important. Done. Yeah. You know, there might there might be one or two things on that list. There were suggestions. There were things that I need to be looking into. But I know that I have a couple of, you know, I have this amount of time before I really do need to to kind of latch onto that. You know, it's it's all part of. That, that's the other part of this reset that's been nice is that I do know the end date. Yes. It's not a it's not an open ended diet thing that it's just like uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna this is enough I'm done I'm okay. <laughs> do you have pizza on the day after it's over? Like <laughs> I do. Well, I was calendar. telling you, I was telling you, I'm I'm considering doing a, a at least a midnight bowl. Yes, you know, <laughs> oh, the, the day yes, after. That's harmless. You know? It's it's <laughs> just you know I I just a little you know minor celebration Definitely. you know and also ironically I've been gifted more alcohol in the past like three days oh. than I've ha- probably had in our apartment <laughs> since I've been here. Will it's I be funny. here on the day you're done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, You'll good. Be, yes, you you, oh, you get back Saturday. Oh, you get back on yes. Saturday, and that midnight will be will be the end. Celebration. Of it. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. And the next time I record, hi dear, I will I will be back to my my. Well, yes, I I like you'll be the through me. the entire process. This I is honestly, the last hi dear. I, I honestly like the me that's come out of these these recent podcasts. This the, this past three high dares and we did a, a three movie goes as well where i just wasn't and all the shows have been fantastic yeah. so it just for you for me <laughs> well i mean hopefully for everybody i i think the shows have been really really good yeah. i've listened back to them and i'm like man solid ass show good job yeah uh not to me i don't like pat myself on the back but it you know we we do it well and i i i look forward to you know kind of uh, finding a you know any sort of new balance when yeah. it comes to all this kind of stuff. You I know? mean, I, I get jazzed, dude. I get jazzed about, and I know that's such a cheesy thing to say, but I really get pumped about, you know, all the things we're doing with this podcast network, the things we're trying to build, the things, you know, with music, with like all these TV shows we're working on, like yeah. the things we're going to potentially be filming. And I may get naked in something, you know? And I'm just like, that's so weird to me. But at the same time, I'm thinking... We're fucking making shit. Like we're making You're stuff. You're getting naked right now on the podcast. My I mean, shirt is off. My pants well, are down. No, no, no. You're like your whole mindset just just stripped oh, yes. down. <laughs> and you told us everything you think about how slavery yes. is still alive. I mean, that's very naked. Uh, a, a very naked opinion. I, I, you know, people who are suppressed currently, like who are physically being bullied. I didn't mean um, to bring it back up. Well, no, but no, no. But yes. people who are physically being bullied, I do have empathy and I feel so, I think it's unbelievably unacceptable that yeah. people are bullied because of the color of their skin. It's so ridiculous. You, you have to bear all if you're going to, if you if you feel that responsibility, yes. you have to be willing to just bear your entire soul because otherwise people aren't, gonna, aren't going to give you the time of day. Yes. And the only way to, to even acknowledge the matter with, any sorts of any sort of seriousness is you have to acknowledge the entire shebang, yeah, and that is yeah. we are all included in this, and it is something Sh- like like William Hung shebang. Like, yes, exactly. Like, shebang, shebang, <laughs> shebang. <laughs> but no, I mean, dude. Yes, I mean your cleanse is a part of that. It's yeah. a part of this idea that you know yeah. you're you're choosing to better this part of yourself that's yeah. something you had never done before you're eating things you never thought twice to there, eat there there are many many things i have never eaten in my life that i've and that's, i've had a that's with of times. all of everything we do and and i will die 
believing this, you know? And again, I don't even know. Like sometimes I'm like, I believe this and I believe this, but the only thing I feel like I know is I want to continuously consume information and continuously give out inspiration to other people that they can be who they want to be. Whatever you see in your head, if you're like sitting at home and you've got this addiction to alcohol or drugs or porn porn or whatever, like just sleeping around or fucking buying shit because you're you're addicted to buying things. Consumerism, like that's one thing people don't look really think about. People who are at the top of this game, the people at the very top of this pyramid that we talk about all the time, they are very much addicted to controlling others, um, uh, buying things, like owning things, and building shit that only benefits a very few people. And it's just... To me, I see that as a, as an illness, just equally as someone who's addicted to, yeah, maybe porn, maybe just drinking alone at night or eating fucking way too much sugar or something. And there is a responsibility I have, and I think we should all have for each other to help each other believe that, hey, if you don't want to do that anymore, that's not you. Yeah. You don't have to be that. Because right. if we are these things like butterflies, bats and butterflies, we are these worms that crawl into a cocoon, we learn things about ourselves, and then we emerge into this beautiful thing that can fly away from everything that we thought was our reality. I will never fall asleep not believing that that is the most truth that I should latch on to besides just believing some fairy tale that I was supposed to think was the very limit of my existence, you know? Yeah. Like, this is all you're ever going to amount to? Nay. (laughs) Nay. 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 You don't know what I can amount to. Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman. (laughs) Yes. Shout out, Will Arnett. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, season two. Everybody go check it out on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, and Will Arnett, you're officially invited to. (laughs) Yeah, Will Arnett. I love you, dude. I think you are absolutely hilarious. That's yeah. That would be great. We should we should give a give that a shot. You have an incredible voice. You should podcast. We'll reach out to Will Arnett. (laughs) (laughs) So. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Yeah, join us next time. Oh, by the way, real quick. Oh, yes, shout out to your uh, album, dude. Yes, there's pre-sales going on, and uh, Interstellar Hearts, awakersleeping.com. You can go and pre-sale. It's on iTunes. Pre-order the, the pre-order new EP. The, the EP, yeah. It's a five-song EP. If you, pre, if you pre-order it, you automatically get Interstellar Hearts to download. <laughs> Um, but then, uh, it's, essentially, it's killer. I have to say, it is three ninety nine, dude. Fucking awesome. Under album. four dollars, nice. a penny short of four dollars. Starbucks. Yes. Yeah, you should give up Starbucks for a day dude, and buy Interstellar Hearts. You look, will listen to whether it you day. buy my shit or not. I'm gonna make it, but I could always use the support because yeah. uh, making music's not cheap sometimes, and distributing it is definitely not cheap. And you know what? On uh, on Friday, everybody go check out. Uh, episode, I think it's fourteen of Earth yes! Earthship Radio. We uh, will have a. Uh, a special episode with guest Sleeping Wolf. Yes, uh, Stephen Solomon Steve, and uh, Jake Newton. Jake Newton uh, helped Joe produce this most recent EP, and they they kind of go through it track by track, and they they give you a, a full on rundown of what they were doing, thinking, and and masturbating the rails. To while uh, <laughs> while they were doing this album. We went off the rails just a, a little bit, eh. but. Uh, eh. It's what you do. I mean, that's the thing about podcasting is it's a free-flowing river. When's, it, when's the album out? It is out officially July 28th. And okay. I think I said June. Did I say June? I, I, we'll fix you it. You know what's crazy is the years, like the months are going by so quickly. Yeah. I feel like Dorothy in the middle of, an, of the tornado and you're seeing the Wicked Witch like flying Annie by. Annie. 
you. Yes, it's just like so quickly these months fly by, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, it's already July. It's gonna yeah. be August soon. Know, you know, a few know. few weeks. We're in August. I know, I know. So kind of crazy. But yeah, uh, July 28th, um, Interstellar Hearts is officially out worldwide. Nice. Go so, uh, go pre-order it right now. Pre-order it. You'll like it. I I think. I I know you will. I, I know you, you will because I I mean it's 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 the I don't want to say it's the most mainstream, but it is. It is the the most produced music I've heard from you, yeah. and it's I love it, dude. I think that this is definitely a platform that your music has always deserved in my ears. There's songs about love, cosmic adventure, and self uh, awareness, self awareness and yeah. awakening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, check it out. So with that, for this week on High Dare, I'm Ian, and I'm Joe, and be the eighth wonder of the world. We, we gotta, gotta go. go. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Hydare Pod. And get your ass online because uh, Hydare.com misses you.